0: the vibes an action-packed night around the nba and you are locked into the hoop genius podcast presented by nba 2 k 23 bj armstrong alongside me as always bj it felt like i was watching nba 2 k 23 last night with the amount of highlights that unfolded out there on the court 12 games we're gonna whiz around the association real quick to catch everyone up i got a quick question Games,
1: but go ahead i got a quick question do you have a, a robe on right now?
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I do. You guys can't see me, but I'm I'm flexing in my robe. It's 6 a.m. <laughs> it's 6 a.m. You see the dark circles on my eyes. I'm comfortable.
1: I'm comfortable. Uh,
0: okay. Do you see James Harden turn up to the arena yesterday in, like, his pajamas? That's how I'm living now. Uh, it's
1: cold what? and it's late. Okay. You know, I had to get real close to the... To the camera here, I'm like, what is this, the Playboy channel? What is
0: this? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm in my robe. I've got to be comfortable. You guys should know this by now. Uh, But uh, (laughs) let's get right into it, BJ. Because the first game of the night was your Detroit Pistons going up against the Orlando Magic. And um, as much as you love Detroit, I know you must have been happy watching Orlando Magic. Because there was one point where they put out a lineup of Caleb Houston, Bol Bol, Mo Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr., and they had Franz Wagner running the point. Meaning the shortest player on the court for them was Caleb Houston, at just six foot eight. So we oh, get one I, step closer I, I, to I your was, dream
1: of all I I, I, I love it. I, I when I saw Mo Bamba and Bol Bol on the court together, I I I, I got so excited. This, by the way, you know Bol Bol, I. Whenever he steps on the court, I just find myself watching him. Mm -hmm. The way he moves. I mean, he's crossing over a guy at like seven. How tall is Bobo? Seven, two, seven, three? Yeah, he's giant. And he's crossing over people. And I'm like, why? Just shoot over the top of him. But I do love it when they put all those seven-footers on the floor.
0: Mm. Well, they loved it too to start the game. They were up big. Then Detroit came back. Um, But before we talk about Detroit Shout out to Paolo Banquero Becoming the first number one overall pick to record Over 20 points, over 5 rebounds And over 5 assists in his NBA debut Since LeBron James The only players to do that, LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar So shout out to Paolo He looks like he's going to be a star in the NBA Um, But the Detroit Pistons How about this kid coming off the bench Jalen Duran, 18 years old Blocks the shot Or grabs the rebound at one end Passes the outlet, sprints up the court, gets it back and throws down a poster. Welcome to the league, young man. I don't think it's going to be long before he's their starting center. He absolutely impressed. Kay Cunningham, 18-10. and 10. Very impressive. Jaden Ivy, getting out there in transition and just turning on those afterburners with his pace. Very impressive. And 24 for Bogdanovich, trading for the veteran, dropped 60 pointers, paid off. But BJ, How'd you
1: feel about your Pistons after game number one? Great job. You know, I, I was just happy to see that they got out and play and they were aggressive. You know, I didn't I didn't always understand what they were trying to do talking about the Pistons in the preseason. However, they really turned it on. Play well, slow start. But I like what I saw from Jalen Turner and Kate Cunningham. I really like the, the the guards. And it, it, it's something I learned about Kate. Kate is not afraid of the moment. No, he makes plays. He make, he makes plays. And I really like what he was doing off the dribble, you know, create, creating baskets and creating opportunities for himself and others. Big time shot by Bistu at the end, of, the end of that game to really seal the victory with a three-point shot from the corner. You can tell he's been working to extend his game further away. And Ivy was terrific. I mean, athletically, you can see you know, who he's going to be as a player. I mean, this kid is a terrific athlete. But the most impressive to me was the kid, Dern. I mean, Dern, you know, you said he's a center. I would venture to say he's going to be a premier power forward in this league. He reminds me of a young Chris Webber, you know, at the same age. I mean, the kid is only like 18 years old. He, He still should be in high school, for crying out loud, but he's in the NBA. And in two or three years, he's going to be something because of his athleticism, phenomenal hands. He catches everything clean around the basket and he can finish over the top of you with the best. So, you know, the, the future is looking bright for these Pistons. And it was a nice win against a really talented Orlando team. I mean, that's they got a lot of a lot of young talent. This kid, Paulo, came out in the first first half. I mean, he was Wow, I mean he 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 caught he caught somebody down there and dunked on somebody. I don't know who it was, but he caught somebody today. He had a couple of plays that you go. It's, it's, it's I think really it was Corey Joseph. He absolutely yeah, he caught, caught him. He on he, the he caught someone. I'm gonna tell you something. What's interesting about Paulo? He's got a he has an NBA body right now. You know, normally you say guys got to grow into their body. You know, like we're talking about Dern. You're talking about other young players. Well, let me tell you something. Paulo is every bit 250 right now. Mm-hmm. He's an he's a he's a man. He has a man's body right now. He's strong, very skilled, has a game, and you know, it was a big time performance here versus uh Detroit Pistons. Well, there were
0: a lot of other games going on. The Wizards and the Pacers went up against each other before the game began. Miles Turner tweaked his ankle in the pregame warm-ups. Oh, uh, wow. That's either tanking for Wembanyama or Let's get the Lakers back on the phone and see if we can get a nice trade and take some of their draft picks. That's what I thought of that. But shout out to the Wizards. They took the win. Kuzma 22 and 13. He's gonna have a decent season. Bradley Bill handling business. Not too much to say about that. What do you think of the Hawks and the Rockets? The New Look Hawks backcourt to Jante and Trey.
1: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the Hawks. You know, Murray has really done a really not nice job on the defensive end and that's you know they, I've, I've watched them they had some nice wins in the preseason and when I say some nice wins like you know they, they they played well they didn't just you know shoot the ball well they played well and this kid Murray I'm going to watch them he really guards the other team's best offensive player whether it's the point guard position or the off guard position because of his size and athletic ability so I'm going to watch that kind of closely. I like the Hawks. Nice win. You know, they versus have, the Hawks. At, at Versus the, what, the they played the Rockets, the Rockets right? They played, yeah. they played the Rockets
0: so, at home. And uh, we'll see. The Hawks had four starters who scored over 20 points. Shout out to them. What I'm watching for the Hawks is if and when they trade Clint Capella. He had two points, eight rebounds in the starting lineup. But Okongu came off the bench, played the same amount of minutes at 13 and 9. And he looks to be the future for them at that center position. But then, my favorite game of the night, the Pelicans versus the Brooklyn Nets. That was my favorite game. Zion Williamson returned straight away, crushing on the offensive board, getting to the rack, scoring. Herb Jones on the defensive end, blocking a corner three from KD. Brandon Ingram doing his thing as well. Ben Simmons fouling out real quick just like you were talking about earlier on. But it's kind of crazy, okay? This was Zion's first game in 533 days, and it was Ben Simmons' first game in 523 days, both of whom former number one picks. So something to be said about staying healthy in the NBA. What stood out to you in this one, B?
1: Well, what stood out in watching this game? Because it was kind of over early. Plus the New Orleans Pelicans, ladies and gentlemen, they're for real. They are for real. Okay, this kid, Brandon Ingram, is a he's a superstar. He's a big time player. And, and, and when I say big time, he's capable of taking over a game down the stretch in the last four minutes of a game. He, he's that good. They have stability now with CJ McCullough at the guard position. And this kid, Zion. He's he's the wild card. And the reason he's the wild card is because they have a really you can argue that they may have the best starting five in the entire NBA.
0: Well, I, I feel real good about picking them as a top three team in the West in uh in our predictions episode to win the West. Okay, especially they they, they they
1: have four guys in their starting lineup that can get you 25 or 30 because Valentunas, okay, Valentunas is a capable Score. We know Zion. We know Brandon Ingram. We know CJ McCullough. This is a, I, I'm going to, this team now is for at, real. Okay. At, they, at, and they did this on the road, by the way,
0: Trey Murphy and Alvarado are nice off the bench
1: too. I I, I like this Jr. team. Devontae Graham. I'm, 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 I, I watch Zion. Zion looks, he looks very, you know, he looks, you know, he, he looks like something has been lifted off his shoulders. And I know he's lost a little weight. I know he's in much better shape. But he seems to be playing with a joy about him that I haven't seen in quite some time. And maybe, you know, he's just found his rhythm. But certainly, when you watch how he has responded in the preseason, carried it over to, you know, now the regular season, they are really, really good. They are a top team in the West. I think this team is to be taken seriously and you know my guy Willie Green is over there coach Green. Mm-hmm. And I really like what I'm seeing. I know it's early but I like I like this group. I really like this group and I like the fact that they have I mean they got some players that are very capable. <laughs> okay. Well, we going to talk capable. about
0: them all season long because Right. I think they're dangerous out there in the West. What's happening yes. over in the East with Miami, though? They took the loss to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, surprise. was Bulls, Without Zach Levine and without Lonzo Ball, DeMar Rosen came in and gave them 37 points with nine assists, which I thought was kind of crazy. But I don't know what happened to the Miami Heat, who are one game away from the NBA Finals. They did not look like themselves. I mean, we know yeah, they didn't have a yeah, great you know, offseason, the, didn't really add anyone. The but, Heat, uh,
1: heat. I, I don't know what the Heat, you know, it's just here, but I want to say this. What's going on with Zach Levine? Injured.
0: He um, signed that max contract extension this summer, but health has not been kind to him throughout his career. And uh, it was his knee once again. You know, that um, that knee, is it the same one that he had the ACL tear on? Um, kind of after shoot around a Wednesday, he said he's going to have to do load management for that knee of his.
1: OK, yeah. <laughs> OK, well, I, I hope he gets back. I mean, yeah, very unfortunate. That's that, that's not good. When any time you it's first game of the season and yeah, it's, it's unfortunate for the Bulls.
0: Yeah, I mean, I also feel really bad for Lonzo. I saw this interview with him the other day where he's like he can't even walk around in day to day life without being in pain. I don't know when he's going to be back, if he's going to be back or any of that. Um, but fingers crossed, he gets back healthy as well. Uh, I'm going to be keeping an eye on what happens with the Miami Heat this season because they might need to make some upgrades. But the Cavs and the Raptors were locked into a close one, with the Raptors sneaking out with a three point win. What took your eye? Donovan Mitchell dropped 31 in his debut as a Cavaliers player. He looks real comfortable in that jersey. He looks real good out there.
1: Yeah, well, well, the the, the Garland kid got hurt, so I'm not going to. Yeah. You know, when Garland got hurt and, you know, I think he had poked in the eye or something and had to leave the game. Mm-hmm. And so that, that to me is what stood out. Yeah, I like this Cleveland team. Rubio, I like this Cleveland the backup team. point guard wasn't
0: playing through injury um, or illness yeah. or whatever,
1: but the Raptors. Well, I like this Cleveland team. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Ra- Raptors, you know, you know, I feel like the Raptors are going to do what the Raptors do. They have length, they have size, they come at you in waves. They just kind of play with, with all these, you know, same size athletes and they got a nice win here. However, you know, Donovan Mitchell and Garland, I kind of like it. I, I mean, I know it's early, but it looked like they found space for one another. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the, they are small, but I think both of those guys are all star caliber players and I'm. I'm happy to see Donovan Mitchell get off to an early start. You know, it's a, it was a, it was a, it was a it was, that was a big trade for him because he kind of all summer, he didn't know where he was going to go and he landed in a, in a really good place. I mean, that's a good place for him, Cleveland. And um, they almost came out with a, with a nice win here uh, tonight. You know, the other day when we talked about MVP
0: conversation, there was one name we forgot to mention. Jamarrant Morant is going to be steadily making his case as must-see TV. He had 34-9 mm, oh, assists wow. for rebounds. Wow. and wow. He had that crazy behind-the-back no-look assist in transition. He had a crazy chase-down block. But the Grizzlies nice. got taken to overtime by the New York Knicks. I want to shout out to uh, Jalen Brunson. He took a charge to send the game to overtime, which was a huge play, especially in your debut with the Knicks organization. Um, that, that was big from him. Uh But what do you think of that game? What stood out to you in that with the Grizzlies taking a win in OT?
1: Well, I think you're right. You know, John Morant was his difference in the game. And I watched this game closely because I just kind of wanted, you know, to see, you know, what the Knicks have. I I didn't pay much attention to them during the the preseason. I wanted to kind of see them and they were playing. So I watched the game. They played hard. They played hard. They didn't shoot the ball particularly well. But I'm going to tell you, this kid, Cam Reddish, he may be the best talent on the team. Came off the bench, I think he had about 20-something. 22. Points, if I 22 off the bench. 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came off the bench, played very well. I mean, he's just, I mean, he's he's an NBA athlete. I mean, he's he's that guy every team is looking for. 6'7", 6'8", run, jump. Has a nice-looking three-ball Played very well. Played, I mean, he played exceptionally well here this evening. So that really stood out to me. Um, but the Knicks, they play hard. But you know what, uh, John Morant, there was no one on the floor that could, could reach or match John Morant's energy. I mean, he was just all over the place. I mean, you said that was a charge. And when you look at the highlight, that was the most exciting charge I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That was a great, he finished that play and that could have easily been an n one. Yeah. But you know what? John Moran is a special talent. He's a special athlete. And you know what? You have to really defend him as a group. There's no one that can stay in front of this young man. He's exciting. And, you know, I was talking to someone down there in Memphis and they was like, they're all mad at John. They said, he's, he's making the tickets, you know, too expensive down there to go to the games. They said, this guy is just, <laughs> I mean, they got a pack house down there. They love him. He he is must-see TV, and he's just so fearless the way he attacks the basket. And he, he's an exciting player. If you have one game to watch and you only have one game, you know what? You, you can't go wrong uh, by watching John Moran. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. But talk to me about the Timberwolves. You, you know, I, I, I love the big fella, Rudy Gobert. What a debut up there in Minnesota and like I said I have my concerns with it with this big lineup you know Carl Towns didn't play particularly well I think it was only like two for ten from the field but I Rudy Gobert what do you have 2015 or something like that and so I I I like Rudy I I think he will give them an identity especially on the defensive end and it's going to take some time for the For the guards and the rest of the team to figure out how to play with Rudy because Rudy is a big. He's a true big, but I like them. Nice win. Wasn't an impressive win because you're saying that they only played Oklahoma. However, they got the win, so you know you'll take it. Wins are hard to come by in the NBA. Well, I want to shout
0: out to the Oklahoma because they they get a bad rap even here on this show. They get a bad rap for their tanking. A bad rap for what? For that? What do they get a bad rap for? Well, what's a bad rap as, as? You know, I'm not a fan of this rebuild, et cetera, et cetera. But here's an interesting stat that I saw from Joe Masato. He said, here's a crazy stat for perspective. As the Thunder enter their third season of rebuilding, they could go 0-82 and this season and still finish with a better three-year winning percentage than the Philadelphia 76ers did between 2013 and 2016. Like, that's how bad the Philly tank was. And um, so shout out to OKC.
1: Because now been, they are ah, one as well. of the best teams in the league. Well, so Philly, maybe maybe, yeah, yeah maybe Philly. May, maybe Philly knows something. Yeah, and, maybe and, they and know maybe
0: something. OKC won't draft players that are a little bit um unique, like Ben Simmons, shall we say? Unique. But uh for the Timberwolves, Wolves, Edwards struggled a little bit, four of seventeen, cat two ten. Rudy Gobert came and saved the day. 23, 16 boards. Fair play to him. I asked you yesterday, what if he starts finally? Getting the ball passed to him in his. How many mid-tier. blocks did he have? How many blocks did he have? To How many blocks did Rudy have? Let me have a look. Let me have a look right now. Uh, he only had one. I was thinking it wasn't that memorable in terms of in terms of the defensive side. The Hornets beat the San Antonio Spurs one twenty nine to one hundred two. The the race for Wemba Nama, I guess. Shout out to the Spurs for winning that one. Um, Jeremy Sohan made his NBA debut repping for the UK. Shout out to him. But here's one that I really, really don't get. The Nuggets lost against the Utah Jazz. This is a Denver Nuggets team that's like, okay, cool. We're we're healthy now. We're a contender now. Et cetera, et cetera. And then you go and lose to possibly the worst team in the NBA. Explain that one to me, BJ. I
1: don't understand it. This is the NBA. This is why you play, Mo. This This is why you play. This is... When you play in that league, and everyone's looking at stats and numbers, and they are the worst team in the league. No, they're not the worst team. They it's a lot of basketball to be played. We think they're going to be the worst team, but those are NBA players over there, really good NBA players over there. This kid, Colin Sexton, you know, they, they have some good players over there. Okay. Rudy Gay, they 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 have, you know, really good players. And we may look at them and go well they don't have a star they don't have the big name guy but you know what in this league if you show up and you play hard you're going to win your fair share of games i don't care who you are just because of the scheduling well, and right now you know that, that was a bad that's a bad loss for denver why because we're expecting denver to be one of the elite teams however it's early and you know what Denver is going to struggle with this all year long. They're going to struggle against screen roll. Okay. And Jamal Murray, well, he, while he may be good on the offensive end because he's that elite of an offensive player. What we know when players come back from an ACL injury is it's going to take them two years of playing before they get their legs back under them on the defensive end. Cause they're able to, they have to react and do all those things. So, Defensively, if you put Jamal Murray and Jokic in the screen role, you're going to get a good shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's they are going to they're going to struggle. Now, I did not watch that game closely, but I'm willing to bet that probably Sexton or Conley or somebody of a combination had a good game. Why? Because and, and what's the kid they just got from uh, Cleveland? The kid that can shoot um, from Sweden. Yeah. Look, Margaret, yeah. Those much. guys are going to play. You, those guys are going to always give them problems because you're going to put Colin Sexton in the screen role. You go put Conley. You're going to put uh six man in the year over there in screen role. Um, Jordan Clarkson. Just, Jordan Clarkson. I'm drawing a blank right here right now. Mm-hmm. You got to put these guys in screen role they, against Jokic and then that's going to be a problem for them. They had a I, bunch I, of guys. Connor
0: Sexton had 20, BZ had 15, Rudy Gay had 16, was, Clarkson had 10, 10 was, Markman had 17. Like, it was a well-rounded night. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I listened to Zach he said, um, you know, you'd rather face these teams that are kind of tanking, like a little bit further down the line in the season when they've been a little bit beaten down, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas the start of the season, they're all hyped up to go out there, get wins. And um, you really saw that tonight because here's the thing, with so much talent in the NBA now, so many talented teams and there's only six playoff spots now instead of eight, because then you're going to be in the play in losing games like this might be the difference between you finishing in sixth place and getting into the playoffs guaranteed or seventh place and being in a play in where anything can happen. They may live to come and regret this one day. So that's interesting. One of the matchups of the night, though, the Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns went down to the wire. I was expecting Luka Doncic to deliver us another game winner, but he didn't. And it was instead Damian Lee being the hero. You know, even stepping in, Chris Paul got benched down the stretch. Uh, Something really crazy. The first half, Dallas were up 62-45. to And you thought, this is just going to be like game seven. They're picking up where they left off. But the second half, Phoenix won 62-43. to And that turned out to be the difference in the game. Yeah, despite Christian Wood scoring 16 straight points, looking bright at home when it does Mavericks. There were a few questionable decisions from the Mavericks towards the end of the game, and they threw that lead away. And Phoenix came out with a win. Peter, what would you make of that?
1: Well, you know, whenever you get up big, it always reminds me. I can, I can still hear this coach tell me, when you get up big in the first quarter, You really have to have a you have to play the game with a certain amount of discipline. And the discipline is and you've heard me say this, Mo, the score is always zero zero Mm -hmm. because the NBA game is such a long game. When you get up. By a lot early, you really have to erase that thought like, okay, I'm up 18 or 19, because, you know, Mo, as you're watching the game now today, being up 17, 18, 20 points today isn't the same as it was in the 90s or the early 2000s. Yeah, because there's of three-point shootings. The more points we score, the point at a higher pace. Yes. There's more variability in the scores. So, yeah. so when you say they came back, I'm looking, I'm going, okay, that's basically five or six shots today. That's five or six shots the way they play today. And five or six shots, you're back in the game. That's a 15, 18-point swing. So 48 minutes is a long time. Hopefully Dallas learns that you get up early, but you got to knock these, you got to knock a team out. Mm -hmm. You got to, you just got to get them out to where the coach is saying, get the starters off because I'm just now I'm moving to the next game, but they hung around, give Phoenix credit. They hung around. Dallas didn't take out, take this team out, but there were stretches where Dallas looked pretty good. I was kind of impressed. You know, I I thought of you during this game because I was thinking myself, we're talking about, who we think is going to win the six man of the year. Christian Wood looked like he's going to be That was the pick
0: that we said on the show. Yeah,
1: it, it looks like he's going to be a player that they're going to rely on him or that's his role is to come in and score. Mm-hmm. He looks like that's his role. Like your job is to figure out how to get 20 points on the second unit along with Luka Doncic. And, and it was and, interesting
0: though, down the stretch, they were like, they benched him for Maxi Kleber despite him being on fire because they wanted to do the offense, defense kind of thing. Because Christian Wood, as great as he is scoring the basketball defensive is lacking. But do you think that they should have stuck with the hot hand being out there?
1: Well, I this is what I, this is, this is to me, has been, you know, you've heard me say this. And one, there's on one hand, you, you know, if you watch the game tonight and you watch the highlights, this kid, Luka Doncic, made some moves and some plays that was just like, wow, eye-opening. Like you go, man, this guy, mm-hmm. he's up and under his footwork, da-da-da, and all these things. However, I will contend you can't win like that. You can't win with just giving him the ball and allowing him to play like that. So if there's anything that I saw with this team, I'm going to say this. You have to have a blended brand of basketball because Luka Doncic is the real deal utilize his skill set when need, you know, when you need it, you go to him and you let him isolate. He breaks the ice. He does the other things. Other than that, you're going to have to figure out how to play ball movement, player movement, because when you have wins like this, a lot of times that's because the ball becomes stagnant. That may work against the bad teams in the league, but as you start playing against better teams, okay, the last guy we've seen do this, brand of basketball where you have an isolation basketball is James Harden. It Mm -hmm. just doesn't work as you advance. And Luka is that good. However, I would love to see more sets in their half court offense where they utilize players and allow Luka to kind of play within whatever system they figure out is best for the team. But Because Luka is the real deal. I mean, Luka... You literally, he's so good, you could give him the ball every single time because he makes the right play. I mean, the guy just makes the right play. But I want to see more team, you know, movement. I want to see how you can put Luca's talent and incorporate it to a team aspect. And I think that will benefit the team and Luca because, you know, look, offensively, he may be the best Perimeter offensive player right now in the game He may mm-hmm. be He's that I mean he's I mean, Make no doubt about it
0: Well there was one more game The Kings and the Blazers Went head to head Yes. The yes. rookie on Sharp looks really nice For the Portland Trail Blazers who did the win Do you know who really impressed me in this game It wasn't Who's Dame this? Lillard who had 20 points It was Josh Hart And Jeremy Grant They really oh. impressed me doing a lot of the day work Um, getting it together, making timely plays on the offensive side of the ball. It was a very tough night for the Kings. Kevin Herr, who went, he was at one point, he was six from seven from behind the arc. Darren Fox had 33, seven and seven. Um, And there was a play towards the end where Kevin Herr, I think it was Kevin Herr, he took a corner three and his foot was just on the line. So it went from a three to a two. And that was kind Mm. of a crucial play down the end of the game. And obviously Sacramento fans were unhappy about that. Um, But here's my thing, like, you know, you're talking about De'Aaron Fox being a player you're looking out for this season and how much speed and quickness he has. Sometimes I feel like he has too much speed and quickness for his own good because with a minute left in this game, it was anyone's game for the win and he just got called for the offensive foul. He was just moving so quickly that he was kind of a little bit out of control. And then on the other end, Sabonis plays quite slowly and every time he was catching the ball, credit to Chauncey Phillips and Portland for doing a great job defensively of really slowing down his effectiveness. So Portland impressed me. I thought the Kings would say that. Portland really impressed me in that game. What do you think about them?
1: About which one? Which one Portland? The Portland or...
0: Trailblazers, yeah.
1: yeah it's, good. it's a good one. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see Dame back on the floor. And, you know, Grant, you know, Jeremy's going to be a good player for them. Josh Hart. Yeah, I, I like them. But more importantly, you know, as Dame goes they are going to go. Mm -hmm. And and John C. Billups, it's been a tough goal for them because of Dame's injury and they've traded all their players. However, you know, it's a really nice win. You know, I, I I, I was, I'm picking Sacramento this year, team getting the playoffs. So that was a good win for the Portland trailblazers here tonight. And, you know, it's good to have, you know, star players back on the floor. There's a lot of star players and key guys Back in action, who've set out a lot of games from a year ago. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that was 12 exciting games. There were so many highlights. But we've got to move forwards because tonight there are only two games on on a Thursday night, but they the Clippers. are two exciting matchups. You're right there, BJ. We've got the Clippers and the Lakers, Battle of LA. But before that, we've got the Bucks and the Sixers. The Sixers obviously coming off a loss against the world-famous Boston Celtics, and the Bucks making their season debut. Embiid versus Giannis, two players that are always in the MVP race, two of the best players in the league, two elite seven-footers. Who you got taking that one? Remember, there's no Chris Middleton.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Philly. I'm going to go with Philly, just because I think they, they have... I, th- I think Philly understands the the task at hand this year. You know, I, I was kind of impressed with James Harden. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was a little. Much was impressive. Shape. He looks, he look. You know what? You know, he, no, it's not even the better shape. You know what I saw from James Harden that I haven't seen in like two or three years. He actually went by somebody. Yeah, because his hamstrings working now. He finally got healthy <laughs> in the summer. You know, he didn't have that. Didn't have that same
0: burst. You know, we talked about this yesterday. He didn't have that same burst from last year.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, he went by a couple of people, and I think that even surprised the the defense. They were like, oh, I didn't know he could still do that. But I, I think I think, in, when it's all said and done, I think this Philadelphia 76ers team, they're deep. I think they're going to hit their rhythm. And I don't know what's going on with, with Chris Middleton right now. He seems like, I don't know if his body or what, what's going on, but he seems to... Yeah, he's been you know, reevaluated. since last season. Yeah, 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 something's going on here. I, I, I don't know here, but I'm going to say Philadelphia. But you know what? I just want to tune in to watch Giannis because I just I love to see greatness. So you're yeah. going to see two great players in Giannis and Joel, obviously. And uh, I think it should be a good game. I'm I'm looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, I can't see the Sixers starting the season 0 2, and then the Lakers Couldn't very well start oh. the season 0 2 as they host the Clippers. What are you keeping an eye out for in this one from the clip? We don't want to talk about the Lakers anymore. What do you think I, about I, the Clippers? Because right now, for the injury report, the only player on the injury report for them is Reggie Jackson. So, you know, they look like they're going to have poor George. I just so see. I right, see John the Wall.
1: the Clippers are just going to over. I, I think the Clippers are just going to overwhelm them. I mean, the Clippers are deep. They're athletic. You know Kawhi's back, Paul George is back, John Wall looks terrific. You know, it, I mean, they're 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 not going to miss a beat. And Reggie Jackson is a really good player. You know, he's not he he won't play tomorrow night, but they just have Batum, Morris, Zuba I mean, they just have players. So I think that they are just going to overwhelm them. However, we have to play the game. It will be interesting to see Pat Bev's response. <laughs> OK, being on the other side now and now that he is a Laker. But, you know, I saw the Lakers play in game one. I, I just don't like I, I just don't think the way this team is currently constructed. I know that we keep talking about championships and, and that's that's the talk. I don't see it and I, I don't see it. Well, for I, the Lakers. Yeah, for the Lakers. We're we to I, talk I about making
0: it. a playing game first before we talk yeah, about championships. I
1: just, I, well, I just don't see it. You know, that that's the talk here, the Lakers. But I think the Clippers, I'm excited to see the Clippers. You know, after seeing Golden State, you know, you got to go, wow, Golden State looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I want to see the Clippers now, see how they look. Because Golden State right now, I think they are a team that people are, you know, you got to look at them and go, man, they they look better than last year. I think they 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 are better than last year. I don't think they look better. They, they are better than they were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: the lakers though they somehow looked worse they've got lebron and ad on a game time decision so who knows if they'll actually play tomorrow maybe they want to save themselves what,
1: the what? what do you mean what do you mean the game time decision What's... Well,
0: the, the injury report that i've got says injury report for the clippers reggie jackson and then for the lakers troy brown jr is out thomas bryant is out dennis schroeder is out Anthony davis game time decision lebron james game time decision I don't know what their injuries are maybe they just don't want to lose again who knows stay tuned to find out we'll be back tomorrow morning breaking it all down for you as this has been another week of the hoop jeans podcast we're not going anywhere we're going to be right here tomorrow thank you guys for tuning in bj it feels amazing to have basketball back i know you're just as hyped as i am and i know how excited you are tonight to see the clippers play the lakers on national television so enjoy that one It's gonna be fun that's all i'm gonna (laughs) say anyway what (laughs) a night you guys if you enjoy the show show some love review ratings all that good stuff and um go check out the highlights from today because there were some crazy crazy plays until next time get buckets